Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're turning to the book of Jonah. Jonah is one of the more commonly known books in the Old Testament, one of the more commonly known stories. Many people, even many who are not familiar with scripture much at all, have heard the story of Jonah and the big fish. By the way, spoiler alert, it is a big fish, not a whale. One thing that's distinct about Jonah is that this book is about a prophet. It's not by a prophet. It's about a prophet Jonah who prophesied during the reign of Jeroboam II, but we're not exactly sure when this was written because it's not written by him or who it was written by. Uh, That all kind of fades into the background as we unpack this story. So today I'm just going to introduce what I think is a very important topic related to the book of Jonah, and then we'll actually get into the text tomorrow. So if I were on a pastoral call committee or if I were on a board of directors for a ministry that's trying to hire a leader or or a staff person and it mattered what they believe about the Bible, where they stand theologically, one of the questions I would ask is, did Jonah really happen? Was there really a dude named Jonah who was really swallowed by a fish and so on and so forth as the story goes. And the reason I would ask that question is because there are many people who would call themselves Christians, who would say that they take Scripture seriously, who think that this book is an allegory. They think that this never really happened. There wasn't a person named Jonah, and he wasn't really swallowed by a big fish and in there for three days, etc., etc. One of my favorite preachers, Tony Evans, by the way, this is a side note, says that the miracle of this story isn't that Jonah was swallowed by a big fish and was in there for three days. The miracle is that the fish got to Jonah at God's command, swallowed him on time, and spit him out when he wanted to. And In other words, the miracle, the big miracle of this is God is big God who controls even a big fish to go and uh, teach this prophet a lesson. Anyway, there are those out there who believe that this is an allegory. And when you ask the question, was Jonah a real guy who was really swallowed by a real fish? You get to the bottom of that real quick. How does somebody handle scripture? How does somebody interpret scripture? And obviously for the people who think this is an allegory, they have a major, major problem, which is the fact that Jesus himself in the New Testament in Matthew chapter 12 refers to Jonah as if it is an historical event. So if you do not believe it's an historical event, you think it's an allegory, then you are immediately sideways with the Savior himself, which is problematic, and it indicates how a person might handle other portions of Scripture. It indicates maybe a a tendency for somebody to not want to believe in what you might call audacious miracles or outlandish stories. If God is big enough to create the universe, uh, to create the heavens and the earth, then he's certainly able to direct a fish, a big one, to swallow a man, to keep the man alive inside the fish for three days and command it, the man to be spit out. And I think if we're going to be serious about Scripture, if we're going to be the kind of people who God uses for the cause of his name, for the sake of the gospel, for 
the purpose of proclaiming and advancing the truth of his word, then we need to align ourselves with what scripture clearly teaches, and that is that Jonah and the big fish is something that really happened in real time. Back to what I was saying about being sideways with Jesus. Here's what it says in Matthew 12, verses 38 through 42. Then some scribes and Pharisees answered him, saying, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. But he answered them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a great fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. He's using Jonah as as an illustration of his own death and resurrection. Verse 41, the men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. So that's a remarkable statement. Jesus is saying that he himself is greater than Jonah. And if the men of Nineveh which is an historical claim that there were men in Nineveh and they did repent. And just as that happened in real history, Jesus is saying uh, something greater than Jonah is here. And so these men will rise up and condemn this generation who is not repenting, even though someone greater than Jonah is here. Long story short, Jesus believed that Jonah was a real man who was swallowed by a real fish and it's a good idea for us to align ourselves with him. Now, let me just say this. In case a couple of my friends who would be strong evangelicals, who believe that Jesus is the only way to heaven, who believe God's word is true, I've got a couple buddies who do believe that this is an allegory, and what they would say is that Jesus is referring to something that is commonly understood to be a fictional allegory, for the sake of making this point. It would be like if a preacher today referenced something from Star Wars or something from the Three Little Pigs. Just as the third pig, blah, 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 blah. So, blah, 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 blah. And it was never Jesus' intention in the minds of these people who believe this to treat Jonah like a real thing. And and they would argue that his listeners, his original listeners, would also know that it wasn't a real thing. The problem is the claim that he makes is clearly historical. And you got to jump through some hoops and some contortions to get to the point where you think that this is allegorical. So what does this have to do with where we're going and what we're doing? Well, it's just an opportunity to underscore the authority the inerrancy, the reliability of Scripture, and interpreting it correctly. When I get to heaven someday, if the Lord says, Reister, you took Jonah literally. You thought it was an historical event. It was just an allegory. Jesus didn't mean what you think he meant in in Matthew, and you were wrong about that. I'm going to say, Lord, I apologize. I stand corrected. All I wanted to do was take your words seriously. I didn't want to compromise it at one point for fear of losing even more important messages down the line. Because friends, if we start to compromise scripture like this, if we start to turn things into allegories that clearly aren't, at some level it leads to the gospel itself being unreliable. The story of Christ's death, perfect life, death, and resurrection being unreliable. And I want nothing to do with that. As it stands, I think the Lord, for those of us who take scripture seriously and do our best by the power of the Spirit to promote it throughout our lives, I think you'll say, well done, good and faithful servant. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries, 
First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.